So brands are now capitalizing on how you can make a customer or a prospect feel. And you can only do that if you're able to interact with them and chat commerce offers that. So I think it's a huge advantage for companies to adapt on to something like chat commerce largely because you can be in touch with the prospect and you can show empathy, you can show care, and you can show everything else that would make them feel like they're not being sold to but they've been engaged and consulted with. The rapid growth of digital merchants and change in customer shopping behavior from online to offline is changing the face of digital industry and how people connect with brands online today. More and more brands are engaging with their customers using chat commerce due to a shift in the online customer's expectations. Customers today want to connect directly with the brands and demand better shopping experience. My two guests today are the people who have extensive knowledge on the practice of chat commerce amongst the Southeast Asia entrepreneurs. Because I think if brands doesn't use chat commerce right now, there's going to be a lot of opportunities that they miss. And if brands can tap into the conversational commerce, it increases the chance that customers notice the message, they read the message, and they open or even buy the products mm. that we are promoting. Coming up, my conversation with Abhishek Murthy and Katarina Edith. Abhishek Murthy is our own LUMO Chief of Growth and Katarina Edith is our own LUMO Research Manager. Hear about their experience, insights, and hacks on how brands can utilize chat commerce to thrive, provide delightful shopping experience, and boost their revenue. Welcome to Hack Commerce, an original podcast from Donut.tx by Lumo, where you will get the latest scoop on all things related to customer experience. I'm Astri Suparyono. As the head of content marketing here at Lumo, we produce content in effort to support our merchant with the latest updates in the entrepreneurship industry. Which is why I'm very excited to host the very first episode of Hack Commerce. In this first episode, we're going to discuss about chat commerce landscape, specifically in Southeast Asia, and most importantly, why your brand needs to invest in chat commerce. We'll discuss all that. Today, I was joined with two professionals. They are here to share their experience and insight on chat commerce. My first guest is a veteran in chat commerce and customer experience. Abhisek Murthy is our own LUMO Chief of Growth Officer who are responsible for formulating LUMO Growth strategies from marketing to post-purchase. So glad to have you here, Abi. Thank you so much, Astri. I'm as excited as ever. And uh, really looking forward to have this conversation with you. My second guest, Katarina Edith, is LUMO Research Manager. Edith has been in the field of research since 2014 and has done extensive research on product, UX, and marketing research with LUMO. It's great to have you with us, Edith. Hi, very excited and glad to be here. Okay, let's get to it. We are talking about chat commerce. 
Uh, if we put it in a simple explanation, chat commerce is the act of engaging in a conversation or interact with people, brands, or services using chat messaging or other natural language interfaces. In a digital world, everyone is connected through their mobile phone. Now, Abi, if you open your phone right now, which brand are reaching out to you by chat? Let me check. There's an insurance brand that has reached out to me and there is a company called Bodywise that has reached out to me. How about you, Adias? Well, the latest message that I receive is from Levi's and a car wash brand, basically, Superwash. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, Abby, as someone who have years <clears throat> of experience in chat commerce in yourself, which brand do you think is doing a good job or absolutely killing it when it comes to engaging with their customers? I think some of the experience that I get from banking with HDFC Bank in India is pretty cool uh, because I'm able to find out what my account balance is. I'm able to find out uh, you know, I'm able to take a service if it is needed, etc. So I think some of the box flows from the bank is really good, uh, is what I would think. Any personal experience with this idea? Okay, so I once bought a yoga pants mm. from a local brand named Happy Fit. Uh, I bought a size S, but I want to exchange it to size M. And they were very, very responsive to handling my request. They were also very kind, very empathetic to accommodate my exchange. So yeah, that's very good, I think. That's interesting. As we know, more and more brands are into chat commerce nowadays, right? So the big question is, how did chat commerce grow rapidly today? Abi, you have any insight on that? See, I think human beings are driven by gratification and everything, and all of us, if you really go back to look at communication, about 2,000, 3,000 years ago, two people communicated because of a pigeon. A pigeon used to fly from one place to the other and on the legs of the pigeon, there was probably a small note of, I love you, that a boy sent it to a girl or something like that. And it took years or it probably took weeks for the letter to go and reach. From there, I think, uh, you know, we had something like, Postal letters, especially in the U.S., U.S. started the postal letters. It took a few days for the letters to go and read somebody. Then take, then came telegram a few hours. Then came telephone calls. Initially, the telephone calls were not like they could connect it live. If you were connecting with somebody from, say, Southeast Asia to America, somebody would be there in the middle and connect you there, right? So it took a little more time. And then eventually what really happened is when, when the technology really, when the internet connected everybody, the email came in and the emails were not instantaneous. Why it was not instantaneous is because somebody would get the email, but the other person would not be always on the email to see that they've received an email and response. Right? I think over the years, over the last 2000, 3000 years, gratification has started falling down rapidly, right? What used to take days and weeks for a letter to reach, probably now seconds are instantaneous to chat. Now chat commerce is largely growing because people are there's no patience probably, right? You you order something, you want it in a day's delivery. You you look at something, you want to experience it immediately, etc. So chat really offers something to the world today which is instantaneous. Uh, and that's why I think chat commerce is built to win in the short and the long term. What about from uh, the research point of view? Uh, 
any insight on this edit why did chat commerce uh grow rapidly today so from the brands that we talked to who have started using chat commerce they are actually ranging from the smaller size to the bigger size even until the enterprises and i noticed that it's happening not only in southeast asia so it's also happening in uh, south asia middle east and even in the us and the type of chat commerce itself um that they implement it's very various basically they can use live chat in a web chat uh, in the website i mean or chat or messaging app like whatsapp like facebook messenger and they can also use social media so there's a lot of option for chat commerce nowadays mm. yeah yeah so uh, abby why is it important for brands to invest in chat commerce for their business and what's the worst thing that can happen if they don't what's your thought on this so ashwin you've been in journalism for quite a while and you've you've been very very active in the southeast asia market as well do you know anybody who has gotten hurt by over communicating yeah so i think chat commerce just offers you that that unique advantage of just being able to communicate with your prospects and your customers better now whether it can be proactive or reactive the customer can reach out to you when you converse with them or you automatically reach out to the customer understanding or assuming this is what they might be looking for etc So I think there are no downsides of having chat commerce. What is the upside? Today, everything in the world has become income bits. What I mean by that is, imagine you're buying something which is for skincare. Let's imagine you're buying a hyaluronic acid for your face. Now there are two hundred brands that offer hyaluronic acid today. Now how do you differentiate? Everything is hyaluronic acid. Everything is that five percent that you're looking for. So how do you differentiate? Eventually, you know, earlier back in the day, about few years ago, the differentiation used to be in packaging. How well do you package? How well do you market? How well your racks look on a store had all the difference. But now, for a customer, there is a lot more layers and layers of branding and layers and layers of packaging that's coming. So even packaging is simply a differentiator. So the only differentiator that the brands can now capitalize on is how you make them feel. the kinesthetics so if you go back to marketing all of us function because of our five senses uh you see you hear you touch you smell you feel now of these five senses a packaging only solve for the visual element of it so brands are now capitalizing on how you can make a customer or a prospect feel and you can only do that if you're able to interact with them and chat comes off as that so i think it's a huge advantage for companies to adapt on to something like chat commerce largely because you can be in touch with the prospect and you can show empathy and you can show care and you can show everything else that would make them feel like they're not being sold to but they've been engaged and consulted with i agree i totally agree with abi uh there's more advantage rather than the downside of doing chat commerce because i think if brands doesn't use chat commerce right now there's going to be a lot of opportunities that they miss like People access chat application more than five times a day, right? Mm. Every time uh, you access WhatsApp, and if brands can tap into the conversational commerce, it increases the chance that customers notice the message, they read the message, and they open or even buy the products mm. that we are promoting. Chat also makes the interaction between brands and customers become very, very personal. 
just like chatting with your friends, basically. You're still listening to Hackcomers Podcast. Let's get back to it. Okay, so now we know the importance of brand connecting directly with their customers. But from the market trend, how is the growth, the popularity of chat commerce among businesses and brand owners, especially here in Southeast Asia? Abi, how do you see it? See, honestly, a few years ago, I used to be very active on chat and chat commerce and messaging as a product and industry. And one of the things that I've spoken at events when I was doing that back in the day is to say that messaging is the future. And today I feel like we are in that future where brands cannot exist without messaging, right? See, typically if you look at B2C motions, the the world looks up to the East, you know? There is no other country that has done a fantastic product like WeChat from China. There are no super apps like a Gojek or a Grab and all that in the U.S., so when it comes to B2C, the world looks up more to the East because because of how the buying pattern is and how price sensitive this market is and everything else is. The adaptation of technology in B2C is a lot more active in Southeast Asia than the West. Right? Uh, so when I, when I think about that, chat is already here and you're able to see that in really good brands, right? Like if you go to top 200 companies in D2C, or if you go look at top 200 uh, uh, fortune companies, which are also in B2C, etc., you would say they would have chat on their website, they would have chat on WhatsApp, they would have chats on other social channels. It just shows that being there where your customers might be is just a good strategy and no downside. So I feel like it is already here and the market is only getting better and better in the space. Right, right. So, okay. Uh, Now, Adyath, I know that you've been interviewing numbers of entrepreneurs here in Asia related to chat commerce. Yeah. Uh, care to share your best findings on chat commerce practices? Yeah, sure. So we've talked to dozens of brands located in Indonesia, Singapore, India, Dubai, and even in Latin America. All just to understand the space of chat commerce, like how these brands utilize it, what are the advantages, what are the challenges, things like that. And interestingly, um, each of them have different purpose of using chat commerce that is tailored to their customer behavior. So for instance, some brands use uh, chat commerce for marketing purpose. It's to share information about promotions um, or about the new product launch. Some other brands utilize WhatsApp mainly to receive inquiries and feedback, but they use chat instead of emails or phone because it's more personal. Mm. Um, and then some other some other brands uh, actually they use WhatsApp to grow the sales because their customer segment love ordering via chat. They feel served and they feel really connected with the brand. Interesting. So each brand have their own way to make use of chat commerce. Any examples of brand who has been utilizing it? Yep, yep. There's this brand in Indonesia named Sisai. So this is a large Indonesian fashion brand who sell clothes for women and kids. Uh, they started selling in social media in 2011, but now they already have an established offline presence, basically in um, B. 
big malls in Jakarta. They have three offline presence. And then they also have uh, online stores in marketplace. And they also have their own website. But interestingly, they keep utilizing WhatsApp. Oh, I wonder why would they want to maintain WhatsApp? I mean, they're already great. Yeah. They're already big enough, right? Yeah. Why they uh, go through the hassle of maintaining chat? Yeah, well, the reason is to maintain engagement with their loyal customers. So they have a lo- uh, contact list of customers' data that is divided into the VIP customers and regular customers. Every time they have a new collection that they want to launch, they will send a WhatsApp broadcast to these VIP customers and then give them a privilege to make an early order for the new collection. Then after finishing with the uh, VIP, they will go to the regular customer and sending the broadcast to the regular customers. So despite of the uh, big volume of sales in stores, Sisaya still finds WhatsApp to be a very valuable channel, actually, Mbak, mm. to maintain personal connection with the loyal customers. Because like uh, we have discussed, WhatsApp is the app which people most often open. But the other reason is because these VIP customers who receive broadcasts, they will most likely buy the product. So the conversion rate here is very high. Say, imagine you are a VIP customer of a brand and then one day you open your WhatsApp and you receive a message from your favorite brand saying like, hey, this is a VIP access for you. Enjoy a 5% discount, grab it fast. What will you do as a customer? Of course, to open the chat, right? Yeah. At least to open the chat. Yeah, of course. So at least you will click on the message and then you open the chat and browse the new collection. So it's one step closer to buy, actually, right? So in this case, um, WhatsApp become very, very effective because you promote your products on a personal level connection and very, very targeted to the customers who already love your brand. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What an interesting insight, Edith. Yeah. Despite of their sales volume in stores, the brand still find WhatsApp to be a valuable channel yeah, to exactly. maintain personal connection with their customers, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you have another example from other country? Yes. Uh, so we also got the chance to speak with uh, Kiara Stores. It's a leading kitchenware and tableware store from Dubai. They actually target B2B and B2C market. So their customers are businesses and retail buyers. And in terms of selling channel, if you go to Dubai, they have um, very big offline stores in different places in uh, yeah different location in Dubai but despite of their size they still use WhatsApp to connect with the customers so when you go to their website there is an icon the WhatsApp icon widget mm-hmm. on the bottom of the page where people can just click it and it will go directly to the WhatsApp the company WhatsApp basically all people can just uh, ask questions or give feedbacks from the WhatsApp And it goes directly to the admin and to the owner. So one time, uh, many customers request them to receive broadcasts about the promotion. So because there's a lot of requests from the customers, they decided to send WhatsApp broadcasts to, yeah, to their regular customers. And they see effect from the WhatsApp broadcast. However, uh, now the broadcast is still general. 
Right now, they are planning to make a segmentation, just like CSI that we discussed before, to make segmentation on uh, the customer list. So they want to have the uh, customer based on ethnicity. Mm. So they can target the right products to the right customers, basically. Yeah, yeah. So another interesting fact that a 67 years old brand, right? Despite of their size, their mature, uh, mature business and channels, uses WhatsApp to connect uh, with their customers. Okay, so uh, Abby, what about brands who want to start their chat commerce strategy? What are your top hacks for them? Yeah, so there's this company that I think a lot of, I think this company has done a really good job. The company is called Zappos. Zappos. Zappos was later acquired by Amazon in the West, in the U.S., Zappos was known for their customer support, right? Uh, they were selling shoes back in the day, or kicks, as you call them today. And and honestly, you can reach out to a customer support rep at, at Zappos and say, hey, I'm feeling super hungry. Can you tell me where is the nearest pizza area? And they would answer that, right? So it is just customer centricity that Zappos really solved for well. So I would, if I have to give a hack for new age companies, which is just adapting to chat commerce today, I would just ask them to focus on the most two important things. One, make sure you're available wherever the customers might be. They can be sometimes on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on WhatsApp, on whatever else. Look at an omni-channel solution that will make sure you get inputs. It doesn't matter whoever reaches out to you through whatever channels. You have one inbox for your internal representatives who can know that they can handle it just with this one login. I think that is imperative today because context of communication, why somebody is chatting to you, what channel they're coming from, can add, can go a long way. The second thing is very internal, right? Which is empathy and being good outdoes everything on the short, down, short run and the long run. So which means show the empathy and show the care and show you really want to solve a customer problem and whether it is in chat or phone, come across as that person or come across as that representative who wants to be there for the customer, the voice of the customer, and people will always come back to and buy. It doesn't matter what price point, it doesn't matter how. You can you can always there'll always be a company which would outdo you on price, but you should be that company which would make a customer remember how you make them feel. So show that empathy, use a tool where you're able to amalgamate different channels and different experiences with context and I think you would be in a good place. Okay, what an insightful and interesting discussion this has been. Thank you, Abby, Edith. Thank you for joining me in Donut.cx's first podcast. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. This has been very great. There you have it. So many reasons and assurance for your brands to invest in chat commerce as soon as possible. And a gentle reminder that everyone can now visit Donut.cx to start your chat commerce experience and give the best experience for your customer as a brand. I'm signing out. Thank you for listening.